1: all about connections and as you grow Mm. as a DJ you have to understand that you know your your name and your brand will get you places more than you just saying oh I'm a good DJ like other people have to vouch for you in order you in order for you to get on I mean you can vouch for for yourself but even right now as a DJ and even back then people got to say yo I fuck with Shay get her on or or let her open and you'll see like so even now I deal with that now because a lot of my DJ homies, they have to tell other people like, "Yo, Shay's nice. Like, go to her page, whatever. Blazy, blazy, blah, blah. Check out her blends. She'll send you a mix." And they fuck with you, so you're you're networking, pretty much to get on, you know. So,
0: ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of We Create the Vibes podcast, where we go out and find some of the dopest DJs out there, creating vibes everywhere they go. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a special guest this week. She's Baltimore's own. She's also the DJ blend goddess. She goes, my name of DJ Shay.
1: What up, what up, what's, what's going good?
0: on? <laughs> How's everything going? How you feeling?
1: Good, chilling. Can't complain, Cannot complain? I'm ready for the new year, new opportunities. So I'm ready, I'm here.
0: Absolutely, I hear that, that's what I like to hear. So break it down for me, made in Baltimore. Talk to me about the early upbringing. I mean, what was some of the music coming out the crib? I mean, talk to me.
1: Oh wow. Like I've been influenced by pretty much all everyone I've ever met in my life pretty much. So, I grew up in church, so obviously, you know, going to church, listening to gospel music on the way home oh. from school and on the way to church or whatever. And then my stepfather, he was he's really big in like 70s and like 60s 70s 80s music so like groups like sly and the family stone mm-hmm. earth wind and fire you know listening to that on the way to school it's, it gives me a different outlook on like music um i had my childhood best friend he actually lived like two blocks down from me he introduced me to classic rock music and heavy metal Nice. so yeah it's like so so many different influences and um I also grew up going to like performing arts schools, So I went to performing arts schools, middle school and high school. And then I was in band in fifth grade. So I knew like at an early age, cause especially whenever I would go to church, I would hear like the organ and the drums oh. and I would come home and I would be like, oh my gosh, I want to play this. I want to play this. So I remember my mom buying me like, we went through probably like five drum sets. Wow. Five okay. drum sets. <laughs> like it's crazy. Yeah. But I'm literally like, teaching myself how to like play stuff and like how like to read music and stuff like that. Um, so then middle school, you know, then you learn how to actually read music and understand notes and keys and stuff like that. High school, the same thing. Um, and yeah, like music influences, I, I I pretty much pick it up every day. Like I'd never want to be a one trick pony and say, oh, I only listen to this type of music. Cause like there's right. so, many, so many genres out here that you would never think that you would like. Like I would never have thought I like country music. But some days I wake up, I'm like blasting Garth Brooks in here. Like
0: they some of the great writers, like seriously, like country what? music, the the writing, the lyrical ability. Like yes. if you listen and you, you know, you you in t- touch in tune with yourself, you're like,
1: damn, that's a real yes. story. I can
0: feel that. you know what I mean?
1: Yes. That's dope. Yes. I would like
0: say that's dope.
1: So, like, I mean, I always tell people all the time, because I mean, I do a lot of different events, so a lot of people are like oh, you're going to just play this type of music. Like, no. Like, I love all music. Like, I'm an open-format DJ. So, meaning you play pretty much everything. I mean, there's thousands of genres of music. Don't get me wrong. But, like, right. the main ones that everybody knows, pop, top 40, what, uh, classic rock, EDM,
0: rock, DM, yep,
1: hip-hop, trap, yep. arm, goes on. So, yeah, like, Reggaeton. I mean, <laughs> reggaeton, right. Afro beats. And Afro beats mm-hmm. have, like pretty much grew within the past, like three years. Like, I yeah. mean, if you don't fuck with Afro Beast, then like you're weird to me.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> right, right. Like, what? Where you from? Like, seriously.
1: Like, right, right.
0: <laughs> nah, that's right. dope. Man, speaking of communities, all right, you said something that was like really dope. And man, it, it brings me back to my childhood. So I grew up loving all types of music, getting made fun of like, oh, you listen to that? You like that? That's corny, like black people don't like that. So. What was your experience like growing up listening to classic rock? I mean, were you introducing some of this music to your friends, telling them like, yo, yo, check this out. I I like this. And how was their response to it?
1: You know, I grew up very, as you could probably sound, because I don't have the the strict, the strictly like Baltimore accent. I am born and raised in Baltimore. (laughs) So, but I, I sound very proper. Right. So, I mean, in my communities as a kid, you know, it was an older community, but there, it was mixed. It was very mixed, um, you know, black kids, white kids, whatever. Um, so whenever I would get around my white friends, they'd be like, oh, you don't listen to rap. Like, you don't, you don't yeah, listen to rap. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I do. But anytime I get around my black friends, they're like, well, what is this? Like, what is this? So I kind of like kept it on the low, like, but in the meantime, I'm on LimeWire, like downloading Fallout Boy and like all these other rock bands <laughs> right. and stuff like that. Like,
0: and Green Day and
1: Metall- Metallica. Yeah, very, Metallica probably, very dope. Metallica, Rush. Like, so I mean, I wouldn't say I received any judgment for it, you know, but I think the person that was actually really surprised was my mom because she was like, Shania, like, what, what are you listening to? why are you listening to this? Like, what is this? Who introduced you to this? Like, so she was really surprised, not like judging it, but the fact that she wouldn't have thought that I liked that type of music. So, I mean, it just, it just went from there. Like, I mean, I don't, I think now more kids are open to listening to other genres. Cause like I said, you can, you can go to school events and play Afrobeats. They're requesting Afrobeats beats right. and requesting dance hall and reggaeton and, you know, all these different genres. So, I would say back then, you know, early 2000s, like people would clown you. They would.
0: That's that's true. (laughs) That's true.
1: Like it was either hip hop or pop, pretty much, or R&B. That's it.
0: That's facts, that's facts. So you got a musical background. I mean, awesome, and you started early. I mean, when did you realize like, yo, DJing can really be a thing for me? Like, this is something I can do.
1: (sighs) Wow, so after okay so 2014 i graduated from high school so when i went into college or before i went to college i sold my drum set um and so when i came back home from my freshman year college i went to a school in delaware it was a small college um not dsu but it was down the street from dsu it was called wesley college and um they there's a dj and i've never told this story so, oh, we been
0: exclusive right here. We create the yes. vo- podcast. Come on, Shay.
1: <laughs> only only the real no, only my very close circle knows the story. So you may know this DJ. DJ Blair is probably the, the no. one DJ that influenced me to DJ. He would DJ all the parties. Now during the 2014, 2015 oh, you time, said DJ, because, Brand? DJ Blair. Brand too. What? I fuck with Brand too.
0: Okay, okay. Okay. So, I, Blair,
1: okay. Brand, all of them, like pretty much from Philly. Um, Diamond Cuts, like,
0: yeah,
1: I'm hip. She's nasty. I'm hip. I'm hip. I'm hip. So, Blair would DJ all the parties. I mean, during the 2014, 2015 years, you just had to be there. Like, his mixes is crazy. Anytime I would go to a party, he would be DJing. And, like, it's almost like you just knew the party was going to be lit because he was DJing. So, I would say he inspired me the most to start DJing because I'm like, damn, like he's really tough. Like I will be listening. I will listen to his, to his mixes probably like once or twice a week or Mm -hmm. anytime you drop a new mix. So after, so 2015, May of 2015, I came home from college and I brought my own equipment and just taught myself. I was on YouTube, literally hours, spending hours. Like how do they do that? Downloading music. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, hours downloading music. So yeah. And it's just been up ever since. So it'll be eight years in, may
0: very dope man very dope yeah what was your biggest challenge starting out as a dj
1: wow getting booked (laughs) getting booked (laughs) right right (laughs) getting booked like i mean yeah pretty much because it's all about connections and as you grow Mm. as a dj you have to understand that you know your your name and your brand will get you places more than you just saying oh i'm a good dj like other people have to vouch for you in order you in order for you to get on. I mean, you can vouch for for yourself, but even right now as a DJ, and even back then, people gotta say, yo, I fuck with Shay. Give get her on or or let her open and you'll see. Like, so even now I deal with that now because a lot of my DJ homies, they have to tell other people, like, yo, Shay's nice, like go to her page, whatever, blazy, blazy blah, blah, check out her blends. She'll send you a mix and they fuck with you so you're you're networking pretty much to get on you know so
0: no that's 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 so true now take me down memory lane first gig how was that experience
1: first gig oh wow this is awful it was
0: awful. I think everybody has an awful first it gig. It was
1: It was, was terrible. terrible. <laughs> my first gig it was one of my mom's uh old classmates daughter's birthday. I know that was kind of like a tongue twister. <laughs> so, I think it, it was probably maybe maybe 2015 or 2016 and I only charged them I think it was 130 for
0: okay. oh, four
1: hours okay Whew,
0: that's bad oh. for me. I did eight hours 150 I, I was I wasn't thinking for my frat what? brother too he played me like I wasn't even thinking gassing me up and
1: everything uh, you know we all we've been there we all been there. <laughs> nah but 134 hours it was terrible like well first of all she was turning 30 you know, most of the people in there were older people. It was kind of a mixed crowd too. So I was trying to cater to the crowd and play newer music, you know, play the wobble because that was everybody's okay. thing. You play the wobble and shit like that, Like, <laughs> It was awful. It, it was awful. And um, it was kind of one of those things where what people still do today, well, I'm going to get a cheaper DJ. I was a right. cheaper <laughs> DJ at the time. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was, a, it was a zero out of 10. First gig zero
0: out of ten. <laughs> hey, we all got we all gotta start somewhere. And I will. I always say like, yo, you start up. You, w- the way you start off is is not gonna be the way you end off. So nope,
1: nope, nope never. But this one fifty for eight hours.
0: Yo, I yo, I'm in a fraternity called a business fraternity called Alpha Kappa Psi. Yo, this is, I I played back in uh, two thousand eight. Yo, my. Mm-hmm older frat brother like alumni like really had me y'all yo, you come do this big party for me it's gonna be mad people you won't be able to give out all these cards man nobody even take none of my cards i was there for eight hours i think i had like back spasms everything just standing up first day <laughs> yo sweat drenched it was like july nah man like was got, it outside outside i got played i ain't had no tent nothing like yo no common sense i didn't know how to, it's 2008 i knew nothing <laughs> like and I was looking stuff up on uh YouTube. It wasn't too much like, I had a friend that, worked, so I worked at Z100 at the time. I had a friend, so I was texting like, I think my, um one of my decks was like playing backwards. I didn't realize the RCA's were in the wrong spot, the red and whites. So I, I was just, I didn't know what the hell I was doing to oh, be honest. right? Like I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> like,
1: just there to get on, just there to get on.
0: I needed a shot, like eight hours, 150. Like, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Yeah, he definitely got me. I <laughs> <laughs> he definitely got me.
1: I hope you. Do you ever see him? Like, bring a best story. Like, yo, like.
0: No, yo, you know. <laughs> I haven't seen him since, but you know, I, I see him on IG. Yeah, you know, one of these days though, I'm gonna I'm pop up on him. Yes. The rest of my money. <laughs> I'm
1: yeah. Eight hours, one fifty. You know, you was wrong. You know, you.
0: <laughs> but yo, people know how to get you when, when you starting off. You just trying to get your feet wet, and you you want the experience. You want people to see you. Like I, I was doing, like. Even, like, bars, five hours, a hundred, like, not even... I was in New Jersey City. Like, it's expensive as hell out there. Right. Can't live off of that. <laughs> like,
1: it's interesting you even mentioned a bar scene because somebody had made a post that that 150... Let's say... I mean, and I don't have no shame in saying, like, I've DJed bar gigs 150 for four hours, like, whatever. But that that number has not changed. It probably I, I, will never change until us as DJs take a stand. Like, yo, we need more money because they... I guarantee you, the bartender's making money. The security making their flat rate. People buying drinks. You got people that saying, "Yo, Reese, I'm gonna come fuck with you." You bringing all these people in, right? They getting money. at They charging the cover to get in.
0: Absolutely, yeah. So, <laughs> it, it, it's a dirty game.
1: <laughs> yeah, yo, it's a
0: dirty yeah. game. And now you're right. Like DJs really have to uh band together. If they don't band together, like, yo, we're not accepting this bullshit ass pay. It's gonna keep happening because some of these some DJs they have this mentality like oh, I don't care one I need something or I just I just want to be heard or some people one fifty is good enough which I think is crazy I feel like you're not thinking correctly like right. especially if you do mobile like if you do mobile besides bar you'll realize like yo you can get twenty five hundred to do a wedding you, right. like you can really get some bread like even right. marathons and walks like I've got. Fifteen, three hundred for a couple hours. Like you gotta, you gotta sell yourself and think. And then yeah, you bringing all these people. Come on, how are everybody else getting more money than you for the night, and you doing all the work. That makes no sense whatsoever.
1: No sense at all. And truthfully, because I even told myself last year, because I I had raised my prices again last year, and I had a client as you should um, text me like, oh wow, like I texted her a quote just you know off the rip, and she was like, oh wow, you increased your prices. I just booked you last year for this price. I'm like, well.
0: Right, like, come on,
1: inflation. <laughs>
0: Not even that. I do this logic. Like, I never said this to a client. I always want to say this. Like, would you stay at your same job for how many years and make this? Like, that doesn't even make sense. Like, make it make sense. Like, you talking nonsense you right now? Like, I think it's crazy for someone to even what you went up twenty five fifty dollars. So soda so the so the fuck what do you, right. do you talk to the gas station when they go up? Like, yo, you y'all went up a couple cents. Like, come on, right? Like,
1: yeah, I. Even with the eggs. Y'all going to complain about the egg right. prices. Y'all still got to buy eggs.
0: Absolutely.
1: Complain about the gas price, but you still got to pump gas. So what you going? What are we doing? Right. You want to complain about the DJ prices, but the baby shower not going to have a DJ. The prom that's not going to have want. a DJ. The wedding not going to have a DJ. Then what?
0: <laughs> right. No, absolutely. It, it, man, it's crazy. And like you said, like, yo, we we got all be a collective and be like, yo, we're not accepting that anymore. Like my price is my price. Check the reviews. I, I look at like this. I don't I don't do the whole price cutting and whatever. Like either you're gonna book me or not. But right, yo, know, if somebody got over a hundred reviews, like and they five star, like come on. Like right. what are we talking about here?
1: So how do you feel about DJing for your family events? Cause recently I have decided mm-hmm. that I really wasn't gonna do any family events anymore. Because family events to me is like sticky. Like, cause I feel like because I've been DJing eight years now, I like to think, I like to look at things like, what value am I going to get out of DJing that event? Mm. Like, who's going to be at the family event? Mm. Who's going to be there?
0: No, you, you said something that's key. <laughs> you said Like, Yo, what you...
1: value am I getting out of, that? that's not even just for family events, but like for any events that you do, yeah. that's the outlook that I have, even private events. What yep. value do I have being at your event? that's true now granted we may accept a gig that may be lower pay but the value of who's going to be there so if i if i accept the gig that's 200 dollars less than my rate it's probably because there's i see value in it. somebody's yeah. going to be there that's important or other important people's going to be there so yeah i'll do it for that rate because i see value
0: yo Yo, you on? Yo, you, you got yo, you gotta get you a podcast. Now nah, you you said something that a lot of people don't realize. Like, yo, you gotta see value in events you DJing because you DJing a one year old birthday party, and it's like, <laughs> cause I'm not gonna lie, I've done a lot of them in the past, but I told myself like, yo, I'm not doing that anymore. Like, there's right. nothing, there's nothing to see here. There's nothing exciting about one year old birthday party. There's nothing that uh, a potential client will see from a video be like, yo, I need to, I need to book him. Cause he DJed his one year old birthday party. So now nah, you're right. Like you shouldn't be DJing events that you don't see value in because you're wasting your time and everything is not a money grab. Like that's how we gotta start thinking. Like it's not always about like, yo, I'm gonna get paid for this. If this event is not valuable, why waste your time? If you're enjoying the content you're watching right now and you wanna learn how to level up at all your events and create vibes, well make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel right now.
1: You know, I I made it a decision like, yo, I'm not going to, I only, I'm just very selective now at what events I do. Like it has to be worth worth my time. And you said it like with, with the whole value thing, but my time means everything to me. So it's not even about the money for me, DJ. And that's how, you know, because newer DJs now, you know, everybody's so excited to get put on, but when you still constantly do gigs and stuff like that, you're going to see for yourself, shit don't even be worth your time.
0: Right, right, right.
1: Why would I choose to be at this event when I could be at this other event making less? But again, the value has to be there.
0: Right.
1: Like, so I'm very selective when it comes to certain events now because it's like, and it's, and I'm not gonna lie, it's sometimes it's hard for me to say no because it's like, I don't know, it's so and so, and I don't want to be mean, but shit, (laughs) shit. It's okay. It's okay to make tough decisions, but that's how you grow in your business. Because you have to make tough decisions, even at even if you if you treat your your you DJing full time, that's your business. You gotta treat it like a business. Sometimes you can't accept everything. Sometimes you gotta make cuts. Like
0: true, yo, yo, so so true. And like, yeah, I feel like the older you get, too, you be like, yo, I don't feel like doing that shit. Like, I'm thirty six, so like, I'm not gonna lie. When I was twenty. Yo, like I started DJing when I was 20. I didn't care. I was I was taking everything. Like, yo, I thought it looked good to DJ six times a week. Yo, like I really thought it did look good. But like now I gotten older, yo, if it's not even like sometimes I look at like I used to do DJ twice a day. And sometimes i like, yo, is it, like this travel plus the hours? I'm having a 14 hour day. Is this shit really worth it? Like for me to wake up the next day, my whole back sore and and a lot of times it wasn't worth it like i like i kill it djing for any crowd but like djing for little kids i really don't see the value at this point like i do a lot of corporate stuff so it's like right. i just unless it's like a walk or maybe like a disability for kids or something something like that i would do right but a five-year-old birthday party nah like nah i even
1: said <laughs> somebody, somebody hit me up like oh yeah shit, i meet you the dj must be 16 no yeah, sorry i don't
0: do that <laughs> <laughs> i'm too old for that i'm done like i did sweet 16 uh, a couple months ago in north jersey and yo i was killing it but i wasn't i wasn't like feeling this shit. i couldn't i couldn't feel it and those are the worst type of gigs like i'm i'm like fake dancing getting i'm like damn i really don't care for what you i'm doing. that's just hard you know? it's it's, it's hard.
1: not worth your time not worth the energy now the only things maybe like proms or homecomings, but I even cut back on those because, again, not worth my time, not worth my energy. Like, And and how I even do that, like, I send the schools, like, hey, a Google link. Send me a song request list because I don't want no kids coming up to the table like, nah. Like,
0: so this, I'm like, sticking the like come on man what's wrong with you yo like play bad yeah, money, play bad
1: have, money. Some, have some etiquette
0: like like have some song request etiquette don't stick yes. this in my face because i'm gonna <laughs> act like i don't even i'm acting like i'm blind on some stevie wonder shit. i don't see right anything. like don't do that shit to me i hate it yo i don't like it like, like and <laughs> 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 I, I was in dc um i dj for assignment of cookies like two weeks ago or two or three weeks ago and i, I got one of my dj homies to dj like uh, i think it was like the Shaw location and yo it was yo they shut his event down talking about the music was too loud yeah they shut 45 minutes into it they shut him down then they try to come to mine like yo I, you you playing way too loud i'm like yo this this lowest i'm inside the store decibels low as hell like what are you you talking about like get out of right. my face they're like yo can you play this song can you play this song
1: right <laughs> nope that's crazy nope <laughs> <laughs> that is nuts. no et- that's another thing request etiquette now i know shout out to my homie dj no request he's outside of he's in dc too this nigga says no no requests at all like he oh, is yeah. no- <laughs> <laughs> that is his dj name he lives by that i think i know no you. you have an app request. or something huh
0: does he have an app or something
1: uh i'm not sure i'm not sure there's
0: somebody that has their their tag is like no request or whatever, but their DJ I think I know you is there like IG in black or whatever it says no.
1: Is DJ if you can pull it up is DJ I think it is, it's no request to DJ that's his um at name.
0: Okay, may, all right, maybe that's all right. I, I'm following somebody that says like no song request or whatever, but they dead ass with it too. Like, yeah. Or uh, they post like nope, don't come up with me asking this not, and I get it because yo know, sometimes like especially when I was DJing early. Well, that shit used to throw me off. Especially when <laughs> mad people kept coming up to me and I'm just like, and then you feel like you obligated to play it at right. this recent time and moment when you're really not. Because some songs right. will fuck up your whole flow. Will fuck, like, when I DJ for Carnival Cruise Line. I remember this one guy asked me for this stupid ass, it was a country song that was not even danceable in, in, in the club on the cruise size. Label. Right. Gave me $10 to play it. I was, just, I was listening, I was like, Nah. I don't right. I play this shit. Like my whole floor going to leave. I'm like, he paid me though. Played it. Everybody. He was the only one on the dance floor. Then he looked around. He walked off too. <laughs> then I had, that's you know, that's up how from. it
1: be. The I, right. killers, See, man. You let people embarrass themselves. So I'm going to play your song. <laughs> I'm going to let you get embarrassed. I don't give a fuck. You pay me. I'm only going to play half the song too. And then push it over to something.
0: <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yo, but talk to me about this date, man. It's Sunday, June 26, 2022. <laughs> talk to me about, man, and first all, congratulations I'm, too.
1: Yo, thank you so much. I'm even, I'm even surprised. You know, you knew the date, I yeah, had
0: to think man. We gotta do the research, man. We gotta do the research. We got, we got great wow. up here. You gotta do some research.
1: Yeah. So Baltimore blend battle six. Mm. Wow. I was actually the runner up. Shout out to DJ Ecstasy. We were the two, we were the top two. So Ecstasy, she came in first, I came in second. If I can find the footage, I'm gonna send you the footage. Um, it was on Twitch for a minute, but um, yeah, it was a Baltimore blend battle. That was my first blend battle ever. I've i I did before then like probably like two or three DJ battles, but a blend battle is different. Let me just say that. Blends in a party are different than, than battle blends. Mm,
0: like, break it down.
1: So. so, a party blend, I'm trying to think. Let me see. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example. Miley Cyrus, everybody's done this. I think somebody just w- went viral again for doing this dumbass blend. And a Jay-Z song was on. And a Jay-Z song. And then, and then bringing in um Give It To Me by Jay-Z or yeah. any Jay-Z song. <laughs> so that's yep. that's a party blend, right? So a battle blend has to be different, has to be sonically the same, but different. I think one blend that I did was Suavemente mm. with Jay-Z's um, uh, Big Pimpin."
0: Okay. See so that? It's matching up. Okay. I see that. Yeah, so okay. I'm going to yeah. send it to
1: you. And it sounds okay. fucking crazy. It sounds crazy. Like, so I would highly recommend any DJs that see this, like, look at some of the battle blend cultures. But that whole experience was like so eye opening to me because mind you, nobody really knew me. It's crazy. From that day. Now people know me in the city, but no, at that day and time, nobody really knew me. Nobody knew that I was going to come with that type of heat, that type of, we even get in the top two. Even fucking top five. I was like, oh my God, like this is crazy.
0: Yo, that's a big deal, yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> that's
0: a big deal.
1: It's it's one thing to perform in front of, you know, people that you don't know, like regular events, like corporate wedding, whatever. But when you are in front of your peers and DJ in a Baltimore's cutthroat, like, right? niggas will tell you you suck. Like, they <laughs> they will tell you you're terrible. But like when you get up on that stage and you have to present, oh, this is what I've been working on, like a paper, like a a PowerPoint presentation, you have to present and it's judged. Like this is for a bag, this is for money, but also the experience because I think it, it really wasn't about the cash prize. It was more about the respect because I left with a lot of respect in that room. Like a lot of people were like, wow, like Shay is like that. Like, And I tell people all the time, I'm the type of DJ that I don't do a lot of talking. I'm My ego isn't up here and you're like, I'm the best, I'm the best. I just let the music, my music, my talent, my skills talk for itself. So coming in second in that blend battle, which is very close to, shout out again, shout out to my girl, DJ Ecstasy, She's OG. It was it, it was a very great experience. There's also Baltimore Blend Battle 7 coming up next wow. month.
0: Mm, okay. So,
1: I haven't decided if in I'm going to get it or not. Okay. It's still up in the air, but the last auditions is Sunday, so We'll see.
0: A couple more days. All right. We'll see. <laughs> you, better we'll see. you better stop playing.
1: I know. <laughs> you
0: better we'll stop see. playing. You better come with it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, talk to me about DJing Slappers and Bangers. Like, how? Talk to me about that event. I mean, when did it first originate? How did you get down with that event?
1: Well, so, okay. So, originally, okay. So, my best friend, he lives in Pittsburgh and I was going to go up there to see him and actually go to the event. And one of the DJs that I met last year before Slappers and Bangers, um, he said that he was a DJ. And I said, oh my gosh, we have to link up. Blah, 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 blah. He was telling me about uh, Slappers and Bangers. Shout out. His name is Ari Cole. And, um, oh man, why am I blanking on the other DJ's name? I'm so sorry. Um, But Ari, or Ari Cole and... the other DJ, I'm sorry. I I don't want to leave him out because I just want to make sure it's two of them that founded that. So pretty much Slappers and Bangers is a party like hip hop, strictly hip hop and R&B, trap music, whatever, pretty much mainstream music for trap club R&B. It's going to be a party. Like nothing else will be played besides trap, hip hop, R&B. So I reached out. So the day before I was supposed to go to Pittsburgh I reached out to him and I was like, hey, you know, um, is there any way I can get on the set or whatever? He was like, uh, Shay, you know, it might be kind of full this time, but we'll keep you in mind for next time. I said, all right, cool. I was still going to go up there anyway. So he was like, he sent me a message like hours later, like, hey, Shay, a spot open up. You want to DJ? Shay, yeah, count me like, in. Like, not. So the day, like hours before I had a gig, it was seven hours, Reese. So I had to be in Pittsburgh for yeah. I had to be in Pittsburgh by like twelve. So Damn. the gig was over at eight. Okay. I didn't get home till, like nine. Had to pack. Left my left Baltimore at like eleven. Got to Pittsburgh to my friend's house at two a.m.
0: Wow. Okay. Now you. Fool yeah. Out. So
1: it was it was a long day. It was a long day. It <laughs>
0: sounded like a long ass day, yo.
1: <laughs> so. Got to sla- got to Pittsburgh. Did slappers and bangers. Surprisingly, one of my blends went viral. Low key viral.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um,
1: Which blend. Which blend? Um, so I pretty much blended "Uh Church Girl" by Beyonce with Kirk Franklin's "Um Revolution."
0: Okay. Okay. And then
1: I ended up tweaking it and added "Um Down for My Niggas" mm-hmm. in it. I- I'll send you the link too. Yes.
0: Yeah, oh, you did.
1: It. Oh, good. Yes. Good. Yeah. I- I- no
0: I'll pop, I'll pop through, but not nah, send me, send me everything, you know, I'll check you out, but send me everything,
1: yes, for sure, for sure, yeah, so once I got on stage, you know, I was a little nervous, but shit, I mean, they was fucking with me, I still got the um my set, so I'm gonna have to send you my full set so you can hear it, um, but yeah, like the whole event me just get on there again, all networking, you know, and I'm even uh ari cole even reached out to me dj Ari cole he was like he wants me to um headline for this festival in pittsburgh this beer festival mm. this summer so might be on the lookout for that so so since slappers and bangers slappers and bangers like opened up many doors for me like I've met many different DJs super like everybody that I fuck with out there now you know they ask about me all the time if I want to come out there and do events it's obviously kind of hard too because I'm like oh I can't just Get up and go. Like I mean, that's, I could, but
0: it's like that's a that's a I, drive.
1: I could that yo that drive reset. That's, that's a
0: drive, me. yo. I think I'm like five. I'm like five and a half from Pittsburgh. I'm like, I try to get in the radio over there. I'm like, nah, there's <laughs> <laughs> not much what? over there, yo. Like it's not much in Pittsburgh. Like I nah, ain't for me. The,
1: the drive that's is crazy. crazy. It's crazy.
0: Nah, that's but dope. Yeah. Well, worth it though.
1: Yeah, but slappers and bangers, I would. Highly recommend. I think they have a couple a year. So I'ma definitely, you know, keep everybody posted. But if they can make it out there to Pittsburgh, it's a vibe. And I say this because Slappers and Bangers was probably the first event in a long time where I felt like people were there just to appreciate the music. Nobody was really on their phones. Everybody's just vibing out. Like, I don't know. It's just different. It's a it's a great vibe. That's how I can describe it. Like it's a great vibe. If you like music. Because even now, you know, club scenes, people on their phone, you know, even at parties, you know, nobody likes to listen to music, dance or whatever, but. Times are
0: getting weird, man. Like, (laughs) shit getting weird. We
1: losing recipes, Reese. We losing recipes.
0: I know, yo. (laughs) The world, man. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Do you feel any pressure being a dope-ass female DJ? Hmm.
1: I think the only pressure that I feel is coming from myself because sometimes, you know, I can feel, I can, I could, I, I'm my own worst enemy. And I say that because my standards for myself are very high because I tend to, you know, crit- criticize myself more than anybody else. Mm. And, you know, the pressure is that I want to be big so bad, you know, and and not to even compare myself to other women DJs or male DJs that are bigger than me, you know, not do that. Oh my God, well, I should do this. I just, I try not to even do that, but like criticize myself in the, in, on the sense that I need to be doing more. Like if I'm not doing anything, I need to get motivated. So then it's like, well, how can I get motivated or what's going to motivate me? So I, 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 that's the only pressure like coming from myself, from other people, I don't give a fuck.
0: That's a dope if you bad haven't bad. heard me DJ,
1: I let people I let people have their own opinions about me. But if you haven't heard me DJ, then you can't, I mean, you can't really say anything. Like, you know, so the only pressure I really feel is like, you know, for my own self criticism.
0: <laughs> hmm. Nah, that's dope. Okay. What's some do's and don'ts while DJing for an artist? Do's and
1: don'ts. Let me tell you. Oh, I'm glad you brought this up. Shout out. Joy Postel. She's an artist that I've DJed for. I still technically DJ for her. She's actually the first artist to ever put me on an event and DJ for her. She's based out of... She was from, She's from Baltimore. Um, she's based out of Baltimore currently. Um, She's an awesome artist. So make sure you guys look her up. Joy, J-O-Y Postel, P-O-S-T-E-L-L and... C Z baby. I actually just started DJing for her last year. She dropped a tape too. C Z B A B Y Y. But anyways, to answer your question, I had to just shout them out. Um, do make sure you got the set ready. Make sure you're prepared. Make sure you have all your cues up. Make sure you're you connected with the artist. Like, hey, this is what we're gonna do. Um, don't over talk the DJ. Sometimes when I hear DJs in live sets with artists and I hear them in the background, I'm like, damn, I, I can't even hear the artist. I'm, I'm listening to you.
0: Right. <laughs> like, like who shows this?
1: <laughs> like, really? Um, you share the artist's music. If you mm-hmm. if if you support the artist, you're there. You're not just there for a check. Because a lot of times matter of fact, let me just say this. I know I, I'm, I'm when I get on topics, I'm like going everywhere. I'm sorry. Ah, you good? There should be more women DJs DJing for artists, whether it's male or female. Facts. I feel like for women artists, you should have a woman DJ. Like another do, make sure you keep the show going, right? Because I've I've um been to concerts where the DJ like I think it was an R and B concert and the DJ was whack. Like he was playing like. I know it's an R&B concert, but it was like the R&B music that he was playing. It was like, like, what are you playing? Like, play something everybody knows, but like he's playing some fucking beachside track, and yeah, everybody's looking yeah. around like, what are you doing? So you're gonna open a set. Party. Be creative, right? Be creative. Hype up the crowd. Um, let me see. Don't. Hmm. What's a don't? Hmm. help me out Reese I'm trying to figure out a don't
0: And make sure you, like we should know it's, it's not the DJ show it's the artist show because I see that crap too much and it's like yo you got your. I feel like the DJ should know like yo your time to shine is before the artist get on and if you have time after it's not during the artist set like we should know th- this is this guy or her or her set not your set and I feel like a right. lot of DJs have a problem with that man
1: even I don't know if you've seen some of the Rolling Loud performances. Oh, That's yeah. where I watch the most. And some you got, you got, you got DJs that will be good, and then you have mm-hmm. DJs that won't be good behind the set. And then the sound, yo, sound effects. I figure, I mean, it's not important, but like you gotta make sure, like you have something, something like <laughs> something yeah. like
0: people need it, yo. It's a, it's a, it's a different era, like you. You you like I I, when I started off I was DJing with a four channel Gemini mixer then I went to this little old ass Newmark mixer no nothing like you ain't hitting no effects no not even a filter like you wasn't be able to do any of that shit like right. I, the Newmark battle pack turntables no no effects none of that shit now right. yo you got you gotta have it you gotta, gotta have effects. it it's a different yes. different generation people the way people are listening to things even grabbing people's attention has to be done differently.
1: You know what's crazy now that Serato 3.0 is out, so I'm very curious to see if DJs will use like the um the effect, the uh shoot, the stems effect during artists' performances. But that could be risky if you no. don't have a right laptop. If you don't have a right yeah. laptop, it could be risky.
0: Absolutely, you don't want that thing crashing. Everything.
1: <laughs> right specs,
0: you know nah, that that's serious right there. You got the right specs to be doing all that. Yes, yes, yeah. So, all right, so you ready to play a game called This or That? Ready, all right, let's get to it. DJ at Slappers and Bangers or DJ the Baltimore Blend Battle? Which one would you prefer if you had a choice?
1: Uh, man, I'm gonna say, damn, that's tough because I gotta be (laughs) clear with how I answer this question.
0: Don't make nobody mad. <laughs> right. I'm
1: gonna say. I'm gonna say the blend battle. I'm gonna say the blend battle.
0: Okay. All right. DJ for Joy Pastel or ZZ Baby.
1: Uh ZZ. Sorry. Um. I'm gonna say. Mm, again. Uh, I can't answer that because I'm a DJ for both of them. I can't. I can't choose.
0: Now you can't both? make a choice. All right. Yeah. Be the fifth on that. All right. DJ a wedding or DJ a high level corporate event?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm gonna say the corporate event because, as you know, weddings weddings is a long day. It's not <laughs> just a six hour wedding. Nope. That's a, that's almost an eight to nine hour workday.
0: That's so a true.
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say DJ the corporate event.
0: Okay. Baltimore club or go go music?
1: Mm, Baltimore Club. Okay. Sorry, Google.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would have chose that, too, yeah. <laughs> Give me some facts about Baltimore that people don't know.
1: Wow. So, well, one major fact is that Baltimore is an artsy city. A lot of people overlook that. I know that may not be a big fact, but it is a big fact. There's a lot of um different artists and, uh you know, celebrities that have come out of here that sing. Obviously, um... Mario, uh, Drew Hill um have come out of here so a lot of big artists that actually came out of here and even freaking Jay-Z mentions Baltimore in his rap so um I figure that we are significant that way um Baltimore is uh ba- actually the Star Spangled Banner we have a a monument here at um she what is it called um oh my gosh I, I I forget what the monument is called, but the Star Spangled Banner is here in downtown in our harbor. You can read about how it was created. Um, I'm trying to think. We have the best crab cakes ever. I'm letting you know that Reese. <laughs> not I know they say Maryland, but no, it's Baltimore. No, anything okay. outside? Anything outside of Baltimore?
0: <laughs> nope.
1: Nah, yeah. It's a no go. Um, it's a no go. It's a no go. Um, recently, so the CIAA is actually here.
0: Mm, um, okay.
1: so it no, just, okay.
0: all right, you guys yeah. close. I got, I got to pull up. I, I was like, I ain't going to Charlotte, but
1: yo, definitely. So we actually have a contract. I'm not sure if it's four or five years, but so last year was the first year. So CIAA this year is going to be crazy. It's, it's about to be crazy. So, um, if you can make it down here, definitely pull up. There's going to be a lot of events. So definitely hit me up. Um, to, uh if you want to come out see me DJ and pull up. Um I'm trying to think anything else. Um Baltimore versus everybody. Baltimore DJs versus everybody. That's a fact. I that's a you. fact. I'm sorry. I'm stamping
0: it. <laughs> I like that. That's a fact. I like that Y'all gotta have an event, yo. It's something. I like that's an event right there.
1: Baltimore so- DJs versus everybody? That's
0: yeah. An right. Right. That's an event. That's a t shirt that's a hoodie. That's everything right there. Seriously. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All Let right, me ask you a cool. question. Yeah. So where, where are you originally from?
0: All right. So, all right. South Jersey, Nigerian descent, first generation though, but Igbo, Nigerian, American, but, uh, man, I live like all over New York, Mexico, uh, New Orleans, but I was DJing out there though. It wasn't like, I was just like living to just like, oh, I'ma move here or whatever. But,
1: right.
0: Yeah. Like
1: so, Jersey club or Baltimore club.
0: Damn. All right. <laughs> Yo, man. I'm sorry, Jersey. I know y'all gonna be bad. I'm sorry. I go with Baltimore because I feel like Jersey just ripped it. I'm one of those. Like, i just keep it real. I feel like Jersey ripped it off. They expanded it, but you gotta give credit where it started, where it's due. And I'll be honest. I I don't know. It's something because I went to school in North Jersey. So like, you know, North heavy. I don't know. It's something that I, I, I liked it at first, but I don't know. It's something about it. I just, I can't really, I, I'm all the way Baltimore. Like. Right. That's well,
1: what, we appreciate. That's
0: what I, I was, a, I got acquainted to it through Baltimore. It wasn't through Jersey. So I, I just got to keep it real. Like for me, right. I, K-Swift, like I wasn't, I wasn't listening with the, like I gotta keep it real. Like I can't lie about that. And people hate when I say that, but like it's Baltimore, man. Like Jersey just remixed it. They not the Shut- they're not the origin originators of any uh, any of it, you know.
1: Shout out to Swift, but what I will say about Jersey Club because they've been able to keep it alive, yeah, <laughs> for for many many years. You know, Baltimore Club is Baltimore Club is is slowly growing back into what it used to be. Like you couldn't tell me as a kid, like whenever I would get out of school or go to summer camp, ninety two Q. All you heard was Baltimore Club in the morning time, pretty much every day, all day. Like, mm.
0: oh was yo yo my teen years everything <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> it meant everything like, i don't think people understand it, it everything even right. like i went to felician college and i went to montclair state even when i was at montclair before the whole jersey club started taking over yo it's yeah. baltimore club every, that's that's why i know so to me it's like you know jersey club is cool but you know it's just the remake it was just the ripoff version. It's cool though; they expanded it, but you got, you right. got proper credit where it's due and where it came from. You know?
1: got to, got to. Very
0: important. You know, a lot of people act like a lot of people will act like they're the originators of certain things, and it's like, nah, people been doing that way before. Like same wasn't so you.
1: You hit, and this from ninety. This is from ninety. Right. right. 90. Like, come on now, like.
0: Don't tell a young person that, though. They won't, they won't <laughs> put to the world. Like, I don't know. I'm like, you really think Jersey, like, invented this? Like, think, like, the sound, it's not even a Jersey type of sound. Like. Right. Like.
1: Right. Like,
0: like make it's it not, no <laughs> Like. Yeah. So what's your mentality like going into every gig?
1: You know, because now that I have, I would say, grown into a, mature DJ, because when I started DJing, I was in, I was in college. So I had the mentality that, Oh, I gotta be the best. I gotta be one. I am the best. I didn't say it, but I just had that, that, that type of mentality. Like, Oh, these niggas can't follow me. I'm the best. Right. Like, but now <laughs> you understand that sometimes it's not, it's not about you all the time. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's about the gig as a whole. If I'm at a wedding, it's not about me. There are DJs out there that they have to dance and do all this extra stuff. It's not about you. It's about the wedding. It is. You yeah. have corporate yeah. events. And you have corporate events where DJs do the same thing, doing too fucking much. You're there <laughs> to play your part. I'm serious, Rick.
0: So laughing. I know some DJs that be break dancing. I'm dead ass serious. Like their whole show, I'm like, okay. I mean, it looks looks cool but i'm like maybe you don't maybe you're doing too much maybe not
1: <laughs> you know to, to each their own you know if that's how they do it all power to them but the mentality is that you know it's not all all about you but to show that your love for music because if people see that i enjoy what i do then that's all the love i need because if they see how i'm enjoying it myself that's how you know the party's lit Absolutely. If, they, if they don't have to come up to me, ask me no questions. If I see people enjoying themselves, so I'm coming in like, "Hey, we're just gonna have a good time." I'm gonna show them what I what I'm made of, what I can do, because that's pretty much it. Show up, show out, call today, and and build your clientele. Sure. Especially like with corporate events too. Like show up, show out, show them what you can do. Slappers a banger same thing. Niggas were flabbergasted. Let me tell you, and I don't even toot my. I'm not toot my own horn. But let me tell you, people were shocked because they never seen women DJs like do that. Like, I think
0: people realize like, yo, it's, it's not male and female. Like, yo, they get busy. Period. Like, yeah, there's there's yo, like this female DJs sh- shitting on male DJs. Like, I, I, I feel like some people really feel there's a, like a difference. And like to me, it's like nah, we we all DJs. We community. We it's the
1: pop. It's the politics, you know, but that's a, that's another story for yeah, another... Yeah, we be here all <laughs> literally <laughs> here all day, it's, a, <laughs> it's the politics, you know, and I never say that I... I mean, I know a lot of DJs out here that would do anything, and I mean anything to get on, and I'm just not that type of DJ, but, you know, as long as I know that people will respect me after an event that I do, and they're like, wow, you know, Shay really can rock a party. She can do this. She can do this. And that's all I need. But sometimes, and I was even thinking this the other day, sometimes I would rather people give respect than rather mm-hmm. them say, oh, well, you need to earn my respect. I remember having a DJ say, oh, yeah, Shay. Well, I I never heard Shay DJ, so until I do that, she got to earn my respect. i want to say, nigga, who are you?
0: Yeah, who are you, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're local. We're, we're in the same boat right now. <laughs> like, who are you? Like, who are you? Like
0: so, but yeah, I, I earn my respect. Like, you know, yeah, what do you? You think you a gatekeeper or so? Like, <laughs> any of yeah. you think you are? Like, I just think people take it like way too far, yo. Like, like at the end of the day, like there's different levels of DJs. There's, I mean, I wouldn't consider a karaoke DJ on the same level as someone DJing clubs, corporates, even when if they're strictly doing like I know guys that are strictly just doing karaoke. They don't know how to right. like. They don't right. know how to mix at all. They can't even scratch to say they life like they can't right. patterns or nothing. Right. I still have respect for them because at the end of the day, they're still doing a skill. You know, I'm not familiar with that skill. I've done, I've done like maybe like one or two karaoke events, and I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. Like, I, I like the DJ. Like, this ain't right. Me. But right. Some people really think like, yo, I'm all the way up here. And it's like, bro, we all DJs. Like we we are truly blessed to play music for a living. Like a lot yeah. of people can't say they do that. And a lot of people will do their job. And yo, a lot of people like go to work. They hate that shit every day. We right. are to play music. Like, right. I don't think a lot of people think about that and put that in perspective. Like you're getting paid to play music. That's a blessing. I- that's nice I think
1: thing. like, I'm glad you brought up karaoke DJs because I mean, I respect, I, I will say I respect any DJ. You know, when people come up to me and they're like, Oh my God, I'm a DJ too. I'm like, Oh, I right, respect. Like, I'm not going to say, right. Oh, well, you're, you're bad. I've never heard you DJ. So I can't even make a judgment either way until I actually hear you DJ, but I'm going to give you respect off rip and say, Oh wow that's really cool like some some djs like yeah i'm a kj or i'm a wedding dj or i'm a corporate dj like respect
0: absolutely
1: respect so
0: you never know who you meet like I, something help because i i'm pretty sure you in i i'm pretty sure you were mad dj groups on facebook uh mm-hmm. clubhouse i'll be in them groups seeing some of the messages that some of these nut ass djs write like oh somebody came up to me said they was a dj i was like so what i'm like what that's how you interact with people, bro. You you twist it. Like something's wrong with you. That's not how right. you talk to people. That's not even how you network. Like you're, right. like you blowing an opportunity you don't even know. Like possibly, like a lot knows of those who,
1: <laughs> a lot of DJs feel like that because they've already reached a certain caliber. Like that's it. Like okay, mm-hmm. I'm an OG DJ. I've been DJing for thirty years, mind you. Some DJs I say they've been DJing for thirty years. What well, really doesn't sound like it. Like let <laughs> me I mean no shame
0: No nah, you yo talk that shit cause you yo for real yo, like, niggas is washed up and I gotta keep it real and <laughs> you you're not getting booked no no one cares about what was being played in the clubs in the nineties or how it looked. It's twenty twenty three.
1: Yes. Nobody like care nobody cares. Shit. Like so for you to say that you have a passion about something, that means when you have a passion, you're gonna never stop doing it. Right. You're, and it's so crazy because I was watching a video from about I think it was probably like two thousand six two thousand seven, and I was watching making the band. I don't know Ooh, if you wow. ever seen that show.
0: Yeah, I remember they so, walked past cheesecake. I went to grad school at <laughs> LIU Brooklyn campus. I remember, that was like historical for me. When I would walk past, I'm like, damn, the band walked past this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: one one of the episodes had um they were performing and Diddy had said something like, oh, bring it back, D nice. So I'm thinking, oh shit! Like, yo, D Knight's been DJing for that long. Like he's Absolutely. been involved. And mind you, this guy DJ's all day long. Respect. Yeah. So that's somebody
0: that like he always oh, back in the day.
1: Yeah. Oh, my, my name D-Night. is Knight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Help. yeah. No, I so I always knew he was a DJ. I just was like, okay, like I didn't. I, I I guess like for me, I guess the pandemic. I always knew he was a DJ. I didn't know he was like active like that. Right. The pandemic, though, I was like, oh shit! I know he, like, I didn't, I didn't know, but yo, that's a dude that took advantage of a great. Not to say I'm pretty sure he was already getting booked for dope shit. I think he was. I know he was mentoring someone as a DJ too, as well. But I feel like he took advantage of a perfect opportunity. Like he yeah. really took advantage of it, and yo, he's really like he's he's really cashing in on that opportunity.
1: If we can give awards for pandemic, um, like taking advantage, and mind you, the pandemic was not a good thing nor a bad thing. I can't even say I don't know what to say about the pandemic, but anyways, (laughs) (laughs) like a person that took advantage and pretty much like tripled his brand, even quadrupled his brand, D nice. Yeah. Niggas hating on D nice. I'm like, yo, like the the guy is everywhere. Yeah. he, you could tell he has a passion for music, not just DJing because he is an artist, DJ, Absol- yeah. he's a writer. He released a song or album like crazy,
0: super dope, and I, I love it, man. Because like, I would have thought he was, I, I don't know, I would have thought he was like, like What is, what is he doing? But like, and, and, what? And it goes to show you because there's so many, like, there's a guy, um. He worked on, I know he worked on like Nas's like first couple albums, a Large Professor, Large P. Okay, But yeah. yo, I I was a fan of Main Source, like I, so Main Source out of first album Breaking Adams. That got me actually into DJing. It was a song called Scratch and Cut. They literally two DJs it's scratching and cutting. That's that's what the song is. The scratching and cutting on a beat. So that shit really got me into DJing, like that in the movie Juice. Like right. that got me, got me into the DJing. But I didn't know this guy, like, I, I've, sometimes I sometimes it's weird. I'll, I'll go check his IG. and I didn't know he'd still be DJing, like, and he still be DJing with the vinyl. I thought yeah. this pro was just chilling somewhere, but people really have a love and passion for this music, love and passion for DJing, and it actually really shows, you know?
1: Yeah, and the ones that love music, you'll see them more when they get older. Even some of my OGs that are here, they've been DJing 30-plus years still. Yeah. Still DJing, not, they may not even be booked, but you could tell the ones that still been been DJing, and you know they still have a love for music. So, uh-huh. still got- absolutely.
0: What's the biggest lesson you learned from DJing?
1: Mm. Wow. That's a tough question. Um, I think we touched on it earlier. You know, it's not all about the money, but it it's the value. So I, I'll, I'll say that again. It's not all about the money. It's about the value in what you're going to bring to the table. One of my, one of my good friends, uh, DJ Supreme shout out Preem. I remember one day we were having a conversation and, um, we were just talking, just talking DJ talk or whatever. And he was like, you know, Shay, it's never about who's going to be there. It's about what you want to bring.
0: That's true. So,
1: you know, I did, I didn't this, this brunch, it was called girls need brunch. Um, for this promotion team, and they have never seen me or heard me DJ, really. And after I finished DJing, they were like, Wow, what the mm-hmm. fuck? <laughs> so again, you'll never, you never know who's gonna be in the room. It doesn't, it shouldn't even matter who's gonna be in the room. It's yeah. about what you're gonna bring to the event. And 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 don't be so caught up in, oh my God, I'm I'm DJing full time. I need this money. The money will come. Right. If, you really, if you're really a DJ and you say, oh, why I love music, it's not about the money, then yo, the money will come. The gigs will come. It's all about the value. It's all of, always going to be about the value what you bring.
0: Nah, that's facts, man. That,
1: and that's just not even DJing. That's professionalism, how you carry yourself at gigs, how, how you treat your clients, how you communicate, how, how you build your brand, pretty much. Like it's, it's all about the value. So if you if you're putting more value into your brand as a DJ, and actually your your personality too, because not everybody's gonna hire an asshole DJ. Like if you are an asshole person, nobody's not gonna fuck with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody gonna fuck with you. You could be nice as hell, but if you don't know how to talk to people, you are gonna be nasty. Yeah. yeah. My yeah. crib and DJ man, <laughs> like for real. Yeah. That's what a lot of these some of these DJs need to understand that. Like it's crazy out <laughs> there.
1: Yes, they, especially the younger ones, you know. But I think <laughs> some of these, some of these younger DJs and TikTok DJs, and I say TikTok DJs because you already now. we don't have to get into it. <laughs> <But,
0: laughs> now nah, you talking some real shit. <laughs> they,
1: they are only here for a moment, while mm-hmm. other DJs, we're here for a lifetime. We're, we're,
0: trust me, we'll we'll see. Like you know, it's going to be five years down the road. You know, a lot of these people going to be selling their gear. Yo, cause I bought so many. Yo, I bought so much shit from uh, DJs in New York that like either quit or you know three years into it they wasn't really feeling it. I'm like, yo, bring bring that equipment over here, bring that shit over here. Yeah. i I buy it off you. Yeah, half my record collection is off of people who just gave up and quit. Like, like they gave up and really? quit. Yeah, gave up, quit completely, and like free. I think I only, I probably only bought maybe like 25 records in my lifetime. I have over a 1,000 records. The rest of them are free. Like, oh, Craigslist, yo, back in, like, oh nine, twenty ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, 9 2010 11, 12, 13, 14, like, yo, I was on the hunt. Like, I, I was getting everybody, like, yo, you don't want that mixer? Alright, bring that shit over here. Like, I was getting everybody's shit, like, just taking it.
1: See, now I gotta start mine. I gotta start my little crate crate, crate collection now, because I know a a ton of DJs with, like, if you see their, their Twitch live, they had the, all the records behind them. Like, thousands yeah. of
0: Nah, facts. So how can people find you?
1: Uh, you guys can follow me at DJSHAY underscore DJSHAY underscore Facebook, on, I mean, on Instagram DJSHAY underscore Facebook.com slash DJSHAYY um, I'm also on SoundCloud DJSHAY underscore Also on Mixcloud DJSHAY underscore And pretty much uh BookDJSHAY.com
0: Yes, ladies and gents, y'all heard that. Y'all know how y'all can get in touch with DJ Shea. DJ Shea, I appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another episode of We Create the Vibes podcast. Today's special guest, the blend goddess, DJ <laughs> Shay. DJ Shay, much love. I appreciate you.
1: Thanks, Reese. I appreciate you.